Hey everybody, welcome to the Fayeforge Academy. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Steven. And with me today, we have M. Hello, greetings, salutations. And Michael. Hey yo, what it do, Shouty? It's been a while. Yeah. Hopefully it's we can only- do that for free, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's why you should join our Patreon. Anyways, we're glad to be here. Before we get started, though, uh, a couple things. I'm going to try to run through them super, super fast. Found Familiar and Greenleaf Geek, two companies that we love uh, and are affiliated with at both websites, foundfamiliar.com or greenleafgeek.com. You can use the code FAYFORGE at checkout and get 10% off of your purchase. That does exclude custom dice uh, made by Greenleaf Geek. The materials and the work and the costs um, is all worth every every cent. Um and you should get a, you should get a set because uh, they're very pretty. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Also, we have a Patreon, which you may have heard me just mention forty-five seconds ago, and it's really important to our to keeping our podcast going. Podcasting is not free, um, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, which actually, a lot of people are in the are in. They don't believe it. Um, they think you can just like show up and make a podcast and put it on the internet, and everybody can can listen to it. But. Um, that's white dudes, but white men who've been like, well, podcasting's a super easy medium. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, it's it's not actually, <laughs> um, especially to do it consistently for four years. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a stat that like most, like ninety percent of podcasts die after ten episodes or something like that. That sounds right. <laughs> so we've done ten episodes a lot of times. times. Fourteen. Fourteen. Times. I was about to say fourteen times, and I panicked. <laughs> We have the strength of 14 white men with microphones. That's a good measurement. That's a power nobody should have. Uh, what are we talking about? Who Patreon. Michael and I are alpha males? Oh, yes. Yeah. And how, yeah, and how Joe Rogan's a beta male. Because once you, once you have too many 10, 10 times episodes, you, you just... Okay, actually, I, I, I heard someone redefine alpha male. Um mm. Because they're like, in terms of like software and stuff, your alpha is like, it's your prototype. You're going to make changes. It's not good. You don't want it. Like, Correct. It's not your final product. It's your work in progress, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's accurate when people yeah. say they're alpha. You know? yeah. 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 You're like, so. yeah, you are. You are uh, the bare bones of, <laughs> of a human being. Congratulations. Yeah. You got a lot of problems. Um. <laughs> work on it. <laughs> Privately, not in front of a microphone. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay me for that. But uh, I think we were talking about Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Yes. Anyways, um, that does help us pay for things like like um, the licensing for the music that you hear in the background, um, editing software, uh, us to eat sometimes. You know, the simple things in life uh, are pretty art uh, and other you're stuff. So pretty. Um, these amazing, uh, talented performers, uh, that I get to tell stories with, um, they deserve a little, they deserve a little bit for, for their hard work. Um, and if you've been listening for 144 episodes, you have to at least agree a little bit. I do like the idea though, that there's like, just like a bunch of people who hate listen to us all the time. Do it. Hate listen harder. Yeah. yeah more. Do. But you can't. I don't, I don't think people do. Um, That's a lot. But way. you can't hate listen to this whole podcast five times all yeah. the way through. Yeah. Bitch. Do it. <laughs> I dare yeah. you. Um, so anyways, yeah. And there's a lot of cool stuff on our Patreon, including uh, our new Patreon campaign, which uh, actually, the last time I recorded it was a, a flashback episode with uh, 
Chris and Adelaide's characters, um, which was very fun. Absolutely absurd. So that should come out probably in the next week or two, and you're not going to want to miss it. But if you're not part of our Patreon, you will miss it. And then uh, leave a five-star rating and review, and tell your friend, tell your mom. Moms love moms love Fae Forge. Uh, they sure do. We love moms. Yeah, there's a shirt for that. Did you know we have merch? We have merch also. Uh, if yeah. you go to FayeForgeAcademy.com and follow the appropriate tab, you'll find a, a T Public store somewhere in there. Uh, and yeah. this is why we don't make any money because I don't know what I'm doing. Let's play D and D. Last time, Blossom, you made it back on the Scorn and Scant uh, and began to have a conversation with Besky. You got to experience a flashback, some uh, never-before-seen footage of what happened in the in the space where Blossom's soul was brought back, uh, an encounter with the Silent Watcher, and a sense of freedom for Blossom. I guess I should... Is that, is that an accurate description? Sorry, muted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, though, potential conflicts with, within the party, as Blossom knows Besky's goal, or Besky's quest, handed down to him from his patron, Wylena, is to kill all the gods. Oh. <laughs> and so, in the midst, midst of chaotic baking, uh, the two of them had a little heart-to-heart. And as you finish up, I imagine the two of you seeing as though it's three in the morning. Uh, well, would you stay up all night <laughs> just just into the next day or... Uh, yes, or they were here. It's the Blossom. Mm-hmm. They... I, I do. I would I would like to imagine, though, that at some point Blossom perhaps like falls asleep like in a bowl, like just like <laughs> head down in the bowl. And Besky, you just have to like... <laughs> just like put half, her to bed. half your face is batter. <laughs> I will let me see if I even have the spells required to do this one thing um yeah I do great um so yeah I will I will pick Blossom up um and uh I'll, I'll take them to their bed and uh I will I will use presidentation to clean their face <laughs> and, and their hair um and then I will tuck them in and I will leave um, a little slice of what they made, like a cute little like <laughs> tea cake sized thing, just like really well, like with with like a garnish, just there. So when they wake up, they can they can eat what they made because they just like. I would imagine you fell asleep in during the bake process. So yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yes, Besky, Besky will do that. Yeah. No, Besky remembers to turn the oven off. Um, 
Uh, and after that sweet little gesture, I, I would say that for the first time in a really long time, Blossom actually has pleasant dreams. Do you want to do you want to take a little uh, creative license and describe a dream or or just leave it at that? I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I think, in fact, they are mundanely positive dreams, which yeah. is extremely welcome. I love it. Uh, I, I will go back and uh, finish like the the morning soup because I was mm-hmm. making a morning soup with soup with the glass noodles and stuff. Uh, and so like, I'm going to have that ready for the crew in the galley. Basically when they sit down, the, everything's ready for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crew can have it. And, uh, I will just like drink coffee, just like leaning on the wall or pillar of one of the stuff in the galley, just looking like a disgrunt, disgruntled, tired cook, but happy that people are eating. Um, I will say as you're, as you're watching people shuffle through the galley, uh, there is one small thing that catches your eye um, is cause cause and rain um, at various moments are just uh, like sort of like whispering back and forth to each other and, and giggling like, like little children um, and like cause cause will blush and, and rain will rain will laugh and there will be like pixie dust and um, a surprising, a surprising uh, development given the fact that they just had to uh, escape from Casa's really fucked up family <laughs> immediately following a, a terrible dream escape experience um, I, there's nothing like that to bring out the romance <laughs> uh, uh, I will I'll have my coffee and I'll like cheers it over to them like mm-hmm. still on my on my side of the wall or galley like away from them and I'll just do a smirk as I cheer <laughs> and then roll my eyes deeply as I turn away <laughs> and, uh, and walk outside the alley. I'm like happy for them, but like, uh, <laughs> <I'm gonna go>. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my, my, my hell aunties, my infernal aunties have, have got, given me a little sass. In that <laughs> I love it. Um, so on the ship, y'all have about a week before you'd make it to, to your destination to river heart. Uh, on the continent of Kairin. Um Is there anything that either of you would, would want to do in that time? I have a question. Okay. Did I did I imagine a positive interaction between me and what is the captain's name? Captain again? Odira? No, you did not imagine Odira. it. Okay. No, you, you had that. You and Ariadne had a conversation with her uh, and she kind of talked about how she sees you two and the rest of your group as like a as essentially hope like something that brings her hope that there are people gotcha. trying to do good things still in the world and that she's uh, at that point y'all thought you were going to have to go like break into some mafia dwarfs house and mm. rescue cause but she said she was on board but there wasn't anything pointed at me I, I think not not specifically great okay that that's the part that I imagined Good. yeah no um, it was, and, and then and then Besky Besky left Besky left the conversation super flustered. 
Uh, that's what. Okay, that's what <laughs> I, okay. I was like, mm-hmm. did I imagine like Besky fanfic or something else? <laughs> Michael's trying to separate his dreams from his reality. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, there's three realities going on. Okay, there's me. There's Besky. There's the intertwined of Besky me. It's hard. Okay? No, <laughs> and all of them have the hots for Captain Adi. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, okay, so what, are, what am I doing? I'm trying to get in contact with with Elena, so I need to. Um, I need to. I, oh, I can do this thing where I break my brain. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it never works. <laughs> Which we have like a week, so I might as well. <laughs> Once a day, Michael loses a little sanity, or Besky loses a little sanity. True. Same thing. <laughs> Be on this ship with this crew, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let me see. Where is the spell? I'm pretty sure it's called Contact Other Plane. So yeah, hard, and like nothing. What happens? How does it? How do I get out of this again? I forget. I think it's just a like 24 hour. Uh, what is it if you don't on a spell use it until you finish a long rest? Got it. So I will probably either. I don't want to do this around. Uh, Ad, uh, Ariadne. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably do this uh, near or around or with Blossom because I feel like Blossom would more understand, especially the given the conversation we had. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably at some point try to make my way over to their room at, during the week or something. Yeah, yeah, this is perfect because like we're here, we're it's the M and, and my, Michael show today, mm-hmm. so it's, this works. Um, let me let me do this right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, come in. Um, hi. Um, so we hi. had a conversation the other night. Um, how was your cake? How, is, how did, did your did your cake turn out the way you wanted it to? Um, it yeah, it, it was good. I might have burnt like the bottom a little bit. I think. Did I fall asleep in the kitchen? You did. Um, don't worry. Uh, I made a, a, a burnt ends uh, bread pudding, and this oh. they they loved it. I actually removed the yeah, and the rest I served like tea cakes so that they got the good parts. So you're fine. What would we do without you? Be very hungry. Um. Or, sure. Hi. Um. Or eat you, rocks like you, you did. Oh. Uh, well, it's it's my mission now to never go back to dwarf prison, specifically because the food is horrible. Smart. I'm happy to go to prison if the food's good. No, actually, scratch that. Sorry, did you need something? Yes, um, we had that conversation the other night. Yes. Uh, I, half away, I can maybe contact Malena. I don't know if I've used it or if it's oh. worked, um, but you might have to take care of me. Oh, all right, yes. I can, uh, silently watch. Yes. That sounded much creepier than it did in my head. Coming from you is normal. Is there another level of creepiness? A piece of candy. Would you like to see it? <laughs> a piece of candy appears in your pocket. A piece of hard candy. Oh. As you say silently, watch. <laughs> I reach, I tuck my hand in my little apron pocket and I'm like, oh. I pop it in my mouth. Sure. Um, I could watch over you. Sorry. Um, are you going to talk to her? Yes, uh, it's it's a spell that it, it's great, but if you don't do it right, it, it kind of breaks your brain for a bit. Oh, um, hmm. I'll watch over you, and um, 
maybe while I'm doing that, I can um, perhaps think of maybe a cookie that will unbreak your brain. That would be great. Okay, okay, I'll work on it. Um, do you want to? Uh, you want to do it in here? And she's like taking pillows off of her bed and like creating this little like floor seating area for you. Uh, sure, why not? I think that's fine. I'll get settled in and uh, I'll get my robe and I'll I'll like put it over my head, um, like the cloak part, uh, hoodie part, and uh, I'll summon the sphere and I will uh, lay it uh, across my lap and I will. Um, sit um, crisscross and I will um, yeah, place my hands gingerly on the spear while thinking about the plain, the grass fields. It was the grass fields that I met while I in one of yeah, the Yeah, it's like a, it was like a clearing uh, yeah. like in a, in a forest. Um, I, I actually would like you to make that uh, intelligence save uh, with advantage because as I was thinking through like you're not just contacting like a random demigod, like you're using her spear as like your focus for that. To oh, interesting. Her. Yeah. I wonder like how this spell ever fucking worked, but like this is very specific and it's honestly like, yeah, it's weird because it's like it should be something that should be a little bit easier for me to access, but I get it. Yeah. Um, let me take this long rest real quick, like to clear out everything because I haven't cleared it out since the last time. All right, cool. Um, I will do contact other plane click a and then um it's a saving throw okay not not, not. okay yeah okay okay great uh, 17 so crushed it so uh would you mind describing like as the as you cast the spell sort of what that what blossom might see um yeah uh i'll describe it as um you will see um kind of from my fingertips like the fingernail finger beds like around the fingernail and fingernail beds of my hands you'll see like kind of like just a small not like an ouchy amount it looks like an ouchy amount but how it starts it starts like really slow and then it builds up over time like maybe five minutes we'll see like little drops of blood start to like coalesce around the tips of my fingers and they'll like kind of drop and hit the spear and they'll go from crimson stars to gold stars as they kind of like start picking up looking like a kind of like a glittery dust that starts to kind of um, waft itself over my face as I like my head is down looks like I'm like bringing like some sort of starry humidifier type thing and uh, and it, like I breathe it in and, and all that stuff as as it's like happening it looks like I'm like very calm and just like and you'll see like rapid eye movement and my my breathing start to kind of like have a slow methodical rhythm to it. Um, yeah. And as I watch Besties sort of slip into this trance, um, I grab the medallion from the silent watcher around my neck and silently give a little prayer um, saying, watch over him and keep him safe. He he's sympathetic to you. Uh, it warms up just momentarily in your fingertips. Nice. Um, Besky, as you kind of breathe in that, that mist, you feel your mind like almost like, I, I picture it like going through like 
hyperspace or something like that. Just like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all this light and dark warping around. Nothing's really um, tangible. Exactly. That, that's the perfect word. Um, nothing's really tangible. Um, everything's changing rapidly until until you you find yourself um, kind of like a a transparent version of yourself or translucent version of yourself standing amidst this this clearing where you see Wylena. Um, though, as opposed to the last time when you were physically there, everything's sort of, um, everything's almost black and white. Um, okay. Or, or feels a little distant. Like muted and like mm-hmm. kind of far away. Yeah. Yeah. Like cool. you're truly like you're contacting the other plane. You're not, you're not there. Um, right. And, uh, the one thing that does stand out though is the last time you were face to face with Wylena um, was right after you left hell. Mm-hmm. And she looked worn and tired and hurt. Um, this time, uh, she's, she's in her armor, she's uh, sleeveless, uh, and you can see like her arms are, they look strong. Um, she's, she's just going through like these, um, these different forms, uh, with a spear very similar to the one that you have, um, uh, currently very slow holding these really hard positions. You can see sweat forming on her brow, um, and, and running down her arms. There's, um, just this kind of this power about her presence this time so she's like a muscle mommy in the gravity chamber mm-hmm. okay got it <laughs> and as you're there uh, you had to put it in terms you would understand <laughs> <laughs> it's for the viewers to understand they're like gravity chamber check muscle mommy also check you're also welcome for the image that I've painted for you viewers. now we all want this I don't know how, who's gonna make it happen <laughs> Um, and so uh, and as as you appear um, she breaks this pose that she's been holding um, like balance she's balanced on on one leg it's um, and she steps down slams the the spear into the ground to the point where you don't feel it but you see kind of the earth shake momentarily and she looks at you you see her lips move, but it sounds very like muffled. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't make out a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And you also can't make out. Yet. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to remove my hood because I would imagine like I kind of showed up kind of in the same form that I was in. Um, and uh, I will uh kind of unbutton my robe just so it's like you know just unbuttoned because I'm just like trying to show up like casually and like comfortable um well and I it's been a couple weeks now um and so much has gone on and I don't think I've made much headway on even how to go about the quest you have for me and I think I'm even more conflicted now that 
it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like maybe all the gods need to go but I understand why we're doing this um, and I guess there are some who are worried that if we remove all the gods that there are entities that will take their place that are Maleficent she steps towards you her voice echoey distant sounding who have you been talking to? You never gave me the name for the person, right? I don't think so. Um, they never, yeah, I don't think I'm they never gave you. They never gave yeah. you his name either. Oh, so I don't. I don't even. I guess. I guess I did tell you that you would recognize them as as that that person or as that sure. deity. But sure. Um. But yeah, Besky doesn't know. Yeah. I don't think. It seems that um, Blossom has someone in her kind of similar to what we have going on except maybe a little bit different um so uh I've been speaking to Blossom and yeah I I, I I'm here for just more answers I, I kind of been following your instructions uh blindly and uh I just need more to go off of more in what way? One, I, I, I don't even know how I'm still supposed to go about this. I have no knowledge of killing gods. I guess we removed one. Uh, and that was, we did, did we take care of the, the, um, the forgotten? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Who but. technically was not one of the, like, main pantheon. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we, I've done what you've asked, but they're much less strong in influence, and it seems like I would need some sort of tool or knowledge or spell to to make it so. Um, I'm very capable. We're all, me and my party are very capable, but um, I don't know. I, I have no, no guiding light. I have no... It feels like uh, an impossible task because I don't know how to go forward. She looks um, discouraged a little bit. She says, I hoped that next time we had talked, perhaps you had made a discovery. Maybe you had learned something. Maybe in Leon Tell's library. Somewhere else, I know that there is knowledge that has been hidden they don't want the gods don't want us to know I, I guess we can go back I, things have been so chaotic like I said um, I think uh, that I guess we can try and sneak back or get back there but, and me and Ariane you can look at the library but I just didn't know if you had something else to go off of she says she says there is very little to go off of because those so-called gods hid things from us they kept secrets why why should any of them live if they've all contributed to what has happened why if they have the powers that they claim 
and they have used them for themselves, for their own self-preservation, overprotecting the peoples of Avastria, the peoples of the Fey realms, and the peoples of the Celestial realms. If you can answer that, then we can have a conversation. Until then, I see no reason for mercy for any of them, because they all had choices, and even if they took the stance of not agreeing with maybe what the others did, they did nothing to stop it. Complicity is guilt. Okay. Um, I, I appreciate the responsibility and the trust you've put into me. I don't believe it's misplaced, but I am, I am a, I am tired and my, I still have faith in you, uh, but I've been having a hard time and hopefully exploring the libraries will give me more clarity, but um, maybe it would be just easier some days, I think. The thing that I dislike being the most, which is being a prince, it would have been easier to do that. But I know that I wouldn't be satisfied, but it doesn't change the fact that the burden is heavy. My heart is exhausted. Um, but I'm still very much dedicated. She lets out a deep breath. And that disappointment shifts to compassion or empathy. And she says, Besky, I am tired too. We walk a lonesome road. I have to be honest, your doubts worry me. But I'm trying to remind myself that my doubts, before I knew what I know now, were quashed by those who followed blindly. And I don't want to do the same to you. But I will leave you with this. Before you fully trust your friend Blossom in these matters, if one of the gods has chosen her, if she has become a herald or something, remember that they have been at this for a long time. They have been playing this game for a long time. She may be well-intentioned, but does that, that does not mean that your friend cannot be manipulated by them or used as a pawn. So listen to her. Question with her. And if you find something concrete, that can prove to me that all the gods do not need to be killed? Well, that's less work for us. But until then, maybe take those conversations with a grain of salt. Very well. Thank you for your time, wisdom, and patience today. I am, although I have my, my current weaknesses and shortcomings, and I appreciate you listening to me and you're still very much 
uh, someone that I am grateful that you're in my corner. And uh, um, I'll take my leaf. And uh, I'll turn around and start walking, feeling like, you know, walking towards, like, wherever I feel like my... Uh, my um, anchor is mm-hmm. trying to find my way back to me. Uh, sort of as you walk away, roll me a perception check. Uh, a 12. 12. Uh, as you walk away and you start to feel yourself being pulled back to your body and you look back, still in this sort of grayscaled uh, clearing, uh, as, as you look back, you don't see Wylena. You see this pillar of fire just blazing down. And you see, like, rubble shooting up around it. Give me an insight check. Okay. A 13. Uh, and you feel within that heat... No, no emotion that you can pick out specifically. Um but you feel this flood of emotion like kind of coming from this this pillar of fire that's probably 20 or 30 feet high uh, as you're pulled back away and you snap out of your trance I take a couple of like weird deep breaths like inhaling um, that seems to be off pace of my natural breathing that you saw me go through earlier Blossom (laughs) And shake the the cloak over my head off. Just look up at you. So, was she mad? Um, I think there's a lot of emotions, and I can't pinpoint. Hmm. That, but maybe, uh. I didn't get any answers, but I I was listened to, and I think that's enough for me to carry on her guidance and her word and her quest. Um, as far as oh, did she say anything about? I mean, is, could could she even consider the idea of not killing all the gods? Do you think? Sounds like uh, I do have my work ahead of me if we are to prove any evidence of the contrary that we should. Which- perhaps. Perhaps what we need to do is we have to identify the greater evil so that. so that we all may weigh our options. You might be right. Um, but how <laughs> we are on a boat um. yes this is why I find that my duty has been so frustrating and I'm gonna stand up now um, so, and then I'm gonna just take off my robe I still have like stuff underneath the robe um, and uh I am going to fold my robes in a nice way and put it at the on top of your pillow on the bed and sit down on your bed and just like I'm gonna put my elbows on my 
knees and my hands on my face. And you're just going to see a, a warm stream of like tears go down. And um, I'm just so tired. Uh, I, I, I want to keep fighting and I still am interested in fighting. Um, I, I, um, it feels like being a prince would have been easier and the amount of responsibility and burden I've taken is a lot and trying to make sure everyone is okay in our party and the ship and Nairine and the world and taking on gods and I have no direction. And the only thing I can work off of now is that my matron listened to me. And that has to be good enough for now. And, um... I put my head deeper into my, my lap. I kind of crisscross my arms on top of my knees. And I just, like, sink my head into my my arms and just, like, sit there. And Blossom is next to you on the bed now and sort of slides a tentative, gentle hand around your shoulders. Um, and at the same time, too, she sort of places an open palm in your lap underneath where you're shedding tears. And you see as one of your tears falls into her palm, this little flower grows. And she looks at you, taking you gently by the chin and says, You could have been a prince, and you would have been a wonderful prince. But it's not who you are, and it's not who the world needs. And I know, I know how tired you are. I know how much you take on for all of us. But so much good comes from that pain. And I don't believe it will last forever. She tucks the tiny little... <laughs> illusory flower into your lapel. Uh, sitting on Blossom's bed, I'm gonna give you a, a side hug. Um, and, and she just told you. You know, after a while, uh, she allow, I'll give you a kiss on the cheek, like a friendly one. And yeah. then pick up my robes and head out. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go for a fly for a bit. Um, you're welcome to join me if you'd like, but I think it's good for you to think things through. Trust in your heart. It's it's my favorite thing about you. Blossom even though you're very new to the party, um, I've known you for only only a couple of months now. Well, for your time's sake, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you did make a brief pit stop in hell yes don't tell anyone but you're soon becoming my favorite I knew the way to your heart was through your stomach mm, you're right thank you for being so wise thank I, you for listening to me and I bow like a prince would um, of course and I will step out of your room and put on my robe and 
go out for a head clearing fly. Um, Blossom, is there anything else that you would like to do? Um, yeah, Blossom sits back down in her room um, and takes out a little piece of her poetry stationery. Um, and she's going to write a little something that I will bring to the next episode of Faith Forge Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, Besky, uh, as you as you take off, it's a fairly clear day. Um, once you step on deck, you you actually can see the outline of a city um, on the horizon. This massive city. You've being a prince, you of course studied about the the capitals and, and larger cities in the world. And you've seen drawings of this place of Riverheart. You see seven ramps kind of going up into a cliff uh, as this ringed city uh, is built out of the cliffside. There's another circle that's that almost appears to be floating above this cliff as this waterfall goes and falls in between goals, falls down below at sea level dock um, that even even in Nairine, uh you have not seen a dock this size mm-hmm. um probably hundreds of ships and with that on the horizon uh, we'll have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. If I'd like to hang out, you can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide 
Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.